0: Hey y'all, welcome back to Facial Shit, the podcast. I am your host, Pat Williams-Henry. I have been out for a little bit, um, taking a little hiatus. I'm back now, and let's get into some facial shit topics. Today I want to talk about a few of the hot items, or not necessarily hot items, just things that are going on out in the world today. So... One of the topics going around recently that I've really wanted to touch bases on um, would be the dating. And I think I've probably mentioned the dating thing uh, in a few previous podcasts, just in small chunks. Today, let's talk about dating and the expectation. So we're out here with young ladies, young people, young men, humans that are confused. Um, And when I say confused, I mean when you're dating, dating is to get to know someone. Dating is not this is my ticket to a free meal. This is a hookup. So a hookup is a hookup and a date is, I want to get to know you. And I think that's part of the problem that's going on today is that this is being confused. When I get into the dating topic with people, um, and, and it's come up quite a few times recently, I think that what needs to happen is very clear boundaries, expectations need to be communicated, and that's not happening. When you're dating someone, so first, you meet someone. You know, and let's all be honest, you all know if you really want to talk to that person, if you really want to get to know that person, or if that person is just bringing a temporary energy i'll say a temporary energy um so with the date so so now you're communicating now you're texting or you're i hope having phone conversations because if you have phone conversations early on you absolutely get to the point where you know if this is someone you really want to see this is someone you really want to spend time with this is someone you that deserves your time because time is valuable. And, and we're just out here passing it around or letting it be absorbed and taken up by people that we could really care less about. So. Side note, back in the day on a previous job that I've had there, I had a coworker. And I've mentioned this before. I would always say you're not allowed to hijack my brain because she would always come up with these random outlandish thoughts and topics and just throw them at me in the middle of my workday, And I set a very clear boundary upfront. We're not talking about these things. We're not going to do that. You're not entitled to hijack my brain. And we're, al- we're allowing people to hijack our time our space, our energy. So with a, when dating, be very specific, be very focused, know that, okay, I want to take this person out, or I want to go out and spend time with this person. Set very clear expectations. What do you expect to get from this date, this energy exchange, this time? Are you just here for a meal? If you're just going out on this date for a meal, don't waste your time. Don't waste that person's time. If you're going out with the intention to get to know them, again, there should be phone conversations. There should be very clear communication before you get to the point of dating. Now, I am a person who believes that dating should actually start, again, with the phone conversation, with the communication. The first interaction or outing or energy exchange, the first, after after you've met, the very first time you actually spend time together should be something not heavy, not a restaurant, not a movie. It should be something simple as, a walk, a bike ride, a cup of coffee, and I know the new generation is, you know, against the whole coffee date. But we're still getting to know each other. I want to know if I want to sit in a restaurant with you. I want to know if in this conversation there's signals that will let you know if the other person can't hold a fork correctly or cut their food or chew correctly like let's let's have some popcorn let's eat a piece of cake let's have some ice cream let me see what you're doing before we get out here and now I'm annoyed and I feel the need to no longer speak with you because of these little things that I could have probably found out before we got to this restaurant before I put on this nice outfit and did my hair and all of these things only to find out that you weren't worth the energy or the time. Um, And that goes both ways. And I think that we need to really communicate on both sides. If you want to go out and maybe, and I always in my personal life use Denzel and pauletta um as an example because he talks about going out on a date with her and not having the money to pay for the date now in today's generation denzel would have been dropped he would have been posted all over the internet and the world would know that he didn't have the money to pay for the date if you really like someone and you've communicated with them and you see that they are a good person, they have a good heart, they have, you know, potential, they have dreams. They're believable. Um, Go ahead and be the Pauletta in the situation and pay for the meal. Be the, you know, Michelle Obama and get in the car with, you know, where you're looking at the ground as you're driving. You just have to understand that this person, you have to see more in the person than this one transaction. And if you're only seeing this person that's transactional, again, don't waste that person's time because the same energy you're putting into wasting someone else's time, believe me, trust. And let's face this shit for real, your energy will come back. Someone will come along that you. Probably would be head over heels for. And they will waste your time. They will give you back. All of that nonsense. That you gave out. Um, Karma. Karma is a mirror. Not a bitch. She will come. (laughs) And tap you on the shoulder. And serve you. All of your energy back. Hot. Um, The next thing that. Is going on out here. um, That's been. Sort of annoying for me. Let's move on to the next topic. (sighs) Asking people's opinions on things that they have no interest in or no reason to be put on the spot and highlighted. And I'm talking interviews and things like that, um, pod, whether it be podcasts, or whether it be the news, CNN, freaking ABC News. I don't care. Um, why ask someone about politics? If my job is to. Act if my job is to sing, if my job is to entertain, if my job is to model, if my job is to do anything that is not politically related, why expect me to have a fully formed thought on this activity? Now, granted, pop... Politics are not my area of expertise. Do I have opinions on the things that go on in the world? Yes, but I'm also a person who spends time reviewing and researching. And if I were on a platform big enough to have someone stick a microphone in my face and go, okay, so what do you think about X, Y, Z? Let's be clear. I don't have an opinion that I want to verbalize. Do I have an opinion that I'm speaking to my family and my friends about? Of course. But in this moment, that's not my job. That's not what I'm here for. I'm not a politician. I can't write laws. I can't enact anything that's going to change the course of what's going on in the world. Am I going to piss people off? Sure. Am I going to get people on my side? Sure. Does that matter? Is that helping anyone? No, it's not. So let's please get away from blindsiding people and why haven't you spoken up because this is the hot topic of the day and why is this the hot topic of the day? Why is this the topic you're asking me about? I have very strong opinions on my local government My local issues, I have strong opinions on simple things. Um, I'm from Houston. Um, The conversation last week came up that I would like to know what happened to the Houston Works program. We have kids out here robbing and stealing and going to jail and absolutely lost. And something as simple as the Houston Works program would put money in their pockets, would give them somewhere to go, something to do, would occupy that time. But that, that program, I'm not even sure when it ended. It was around when I was young. Now it's for low income. Um, you have to meet a certain tax bracket. So I was never able to participate. But I know people who did, and it was very beneficial. And I want that program to come back. And I'm actually going to start a push. Um, I'm going to start reviewing, seeing who I need to contact, what I need to do to try and get this program reinstated. Right now, we're going through an election process. We're looking for, or (laughs) let me not say we, because I don't live in the city of Houston, but Houston is going through a mayoral election. And I have very strong feelings on both Parties. Well, it's one party, but both candidates. Um, I'm heavily for one candidate in particular, and it, <laughs> I'm a very unpopular opinion in this, but um, I will start my grassroots effort, my letter writing, my email writing, my phone calls, because Houston Works is something that really, really needs to come back. Um, next topic that's been going on, I'm going to try and give y'all... I'm going to try to wrap up the third topic pretty quickly, I guess. Um, And this one is regarding the cancel culture. And this is brief. But something that really annoyed me recently was... You want to cancel celebrities. You want to cancel public figures. You want to cancel... People with profiles that come across your timeline. You're canceling them in theory. Okay, if they're canceled, they should be off your radar. You should not be concerned with their actions or what they're doing, what's going on. But then I keep seeing that, oh, well, why are you together? And I'm going to use the people who really annoyed me. Um, Or the, the, the topic that really got under my skin. Okay, Chris Brown and Kanye West. Both parties have been canceled. So why can't they spend time together? Why does that matter? If you as a collective have canceled them, are they supposed to sit in the house and be miserable? So if you cancel them, then you still get to gatekeep and dictate how they move, how they operate, what's going on in their lives. So is it the cancellation that's supposed to make them miserable? You're supposed to have nothing. You're supposed to be depressed and in a corner and lost. No. You're supposed to find a new way to live your life. If I'm not your cup of tea, let me be. Stop looking for me. Next. Um, In this cancellation conversation and the mini wrap up, the thought process that we as the people, as the consumer, and I mean the consumer of entertainment, of pop culture, of products, of whatever, feel the need to want or believe that we deserve every single detail of someone's life. You don't deserve that. I will allow you into the aspects of my life that I want you in on. And that's for anyone. If I'm a cashier or a clerk at the local market, when I go out into the local market, that's the part of me that you get. You don't get the part of me that when I go home or I'm in my house. You, you're not able to call me and ask me where the milk is at my house. So that should be the same exchange with a celebrity. When I'm out and about and I'm in the capacity of entertaining you, then I'm giving you what you deserve. When it comes to something like Tiana Taylor's divorce, We don't deserve more information. That is that couple's business. They will give you the nuggets that they want you to have. You consume it, digest it, or you leave it. It's with everything. You have a choice. You don't get to dig deeper and want all of the dirt with... And I'm team, I'm, I'm team Will and Jada, again, unpopular opinion, but I've also been married for 21 years. So my thought process is a little bit different. Being, being in a long-term relationship, being married, having children, building something together is different from dating. And the dating culture, they're the loudest. They are the absolute loudest and bashing relationships. I'm sorry, but everybody needs to sit back and evaluate themselves. Let that lady speak her truth. Why is she not allowed to speak her truth? If she wants to share what's going on in her life, she's allowed that. The only person who should be able to tell her not to share the details of their life is her husband. She's sharing her version of their life. He's shared his version of their life. And again, I am team Will and Jada. Understand it. Ride or die. They will be together to the end. And I need these people who don't understand what a contract is because marriage is a contract. You agree. You sign a Document that you will be together until death do you part. So why is this so confusing to so many, I'm going to say, um, religious people, holy roller people, who have very loud and ignorant opinions because they are more concerned with his legacy And the legacy that you're concerned with is just how you view that person. And I'm sorry, I have family members, I have friends, I've known people, co workers. I could run the gambit of people that I hold in high regard. I can hold you in high regard, and you can slip and you can fall because we all fall down, but it's not my place to put add my judgment to your burdens. I cannot agree with it and I can move around. But I'm not going to bash you for your life experience. We're all here having a very human experience. Sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad, sometimes it's downright ugly. But you have to give them the props for actually Facing the shit that they're going through. Because most of us don't. But we have an opinion about everything. And I, (laughs) some of the people that I love the most are the loudest and the wrongest in their opinions on how things should operate. But you can only give an opinion based on your level of experience. I can't tell or I can't project my thought processes on how Kim and Kanye's kids are being raised. I can't give my opinion on how Will and Jada raised their children because my tax bracket has not reached that level yet. And when you're making decisions based on your tax bracket, and I said this to someone recently that at the time when Will and Jada were talking about Jaden wanting to move out, he wanted to buy a house and live on his own and be emancipated. The internet was in an uproar. You know why the internet was in an uproar? Because they were thinking in their tax bracket. So you're thinking about your kid who you're having to discipline or remind to clean the clean their rooms or wash the dishes or do this. But you're thinking of your investment. You're thinking of where you pay rent and you're causing these disruptions in What I am spending my money on. So when you look at a kid who has the ability to make his own money. Take care of himself. As a matter of fact, he don't have to clean his room because he can pay somebody to do it. That's a different level of thinking that most of us have not gotten to. And what makes this so clear for me is because. When I look at my older children and the way that I deal with them or dealt with them, I, it was very clean the room, clean the dishes, Saturdays are this. Everything had a time, a place. Oh my God, you know, like I'm working so hard to maintain this apartment or we're working so hard to provide you with this house. Or show me your appreciation for my effort and as a parent i know that's what i was doing it's kids feel like we have them to be our servants (laughs) this is a conversation that i've heard many times that's not the case it's be part of what keeps this thing afloat with the Jaden wanting to move out he is not or was not a large component to keeping their thing afloat. He had his own money. They have their own significant uh, amounts of money. So no, the thought process of, okay, he, he's at the time was probably more adult than a lot of us are currently. Because if someone walked up and gave us at this point five million dollars and just said, "Go. Are you going to make great decisions? Are you going to make great investments? Are you going to create a water company? Are you going to create a food truck that goes out and feeds the homeless? Are you going to do any of these great things on top of?" creating more income and just my opinion, the majority of us as humans would not, we're going to have a real life experience. We're going to live the wheels off with that $5 million. So that's just my takeaway, um, on a few things. I'm glad you all came back to listen. Um, Hopefully I'll be back consistently giving you weekly episodes, but thank you for rejoining um, Facial Shift, the podcast. I am Pat Williams-Henry.